welcome to this. Ah, my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a blooper reel. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Turkish TV Time. We are so excited about this. It's our first ever bonus episode. Hopefully you guys like it. Today we're going to be talking about the protector overall. So let me just issue an overall spoiler warning for the entire show. Uh, we're going to assume you've watched it or you don't care. Either way is fine with us. We're today going to talk about our top 10 what the fucks all time for the protector. And hopefully we can narrow this down to an agreed upon top 10 list. Maybe an agreed upon top five list. We'll see how things go. Uh, I know I have a lot of options let's say here <laughs> so i'm excited to see what you guys came up with wonderful i can start yeah, you have a lot to get off your chest, Sammy, please. I do. Please go. I do. <laughs> the first one is my what the fuck Harun's hair. Like, <laughs> who decided yeah. that was going to be his hairstyle? Why did it get more and more bald as time went on, even though it was just attached to a bald cap? The mustache also plays into this. The mustache is gross. Like, I just, who made this decision? What the fuck? All good questions. <laughs> I mean, can I, can I, since we're on the, the hair uh, sub WTF here, I'm going to throw out uh, the dreadlocks on Mammal's head that had mm. no reason to exist. Mm-hmm. Sophia, when we were now recording, said unwarranted. It's exactly the right <laughs> word. I mean, I mean, he was an unwarranted character in general, but uh, true. He was given so much significance in the first few episodes and then like Remember, literally nothing it's really after he died. All the matter. rent money and then he like still tried, like didn't Hawkon still buy him a beer? Like what the hell was that? Yeah. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, it's it's funny to me that the writers actually remembered that he existed because yeah, I feel true. like it would be something really easy to forget and then they do a callback to him. Agreed. In that, I don't know if it's yeah. the last or the second to last episode, but... Was surprising you're like oh you're not like a serial plot hole creator there are a few that you remember <laughs> do you have any i have another hair related one if you don't have any hair related ones sophia who knew sorry i was having a hard time finding my notes hair, <laughs> well yes i do have another hair related one actually <laughs> okay excellent <laughs> so Something that I thought was interesting, I don't know if it's a what the fuck, but it was at least weird, was Faisal's like constant hair changes and how his mm-hmm. hair was like so in line mm-hmm. with his personality at the moment. Like the greasy hair one. and then the loose hair at the end. And then at the beginning when he was kind of a badass, he had a different like, and this is like commendable given that he's like a balding man with very little hair. I'm surprised they <laughs> could find so many haircuts for him. <laughs> And that they never put a wig on him. I think that that was really impressive on the actor's negotiating skills behalf part. (laughs) And beautiful locks. They must be fully utilized. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> They're disappearing yeah. fast. Yes. I want them memorialized. Also, on I, don't, I don't know what's the name for that in English, but like when your hair like goes in, Receding. like the yeah that like but but there's a name for it in Spanish like for that space that starts like it's like your oh, a widow's oh, peak. God. <laughs> I guess it's a widow. No, but because a widow's peak is that triangle here, right? I have a widow's peak. I'm Don't not hating. I'm, I just thought that's what that was called when it part of it, you know, goes up, especially on men, especially on Count Dracula, most famous, most famous owner of the <laughs> Count Dracula is a good example, and Count Chocula, <laughs> his goofier cousin. In Spanish, they're called like like entries. Like if your hair is like like going backwards, I guess, like receding. I don't know. Anyway. That's a long-winded Spanish way lesson. to say I'm still quite... I saw entries. <laughs> I'm still quite shocked by how our showrunner's creativity was so profound in terms of his haircut, but we they left <laughs> it in other aspects, so, you so know. Much. All right, I have a fourth hair-related what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that might make it into our top 10 day, then i think we can get to that. <laughs> when the new stupid band of loyal ones plus hakan infiltrate the immortals club den party ufc thing and they put on those wigs oh <laughs> and those glasses oh, yeah. <laughs> that's really a what the fuck for me like the wig first of all they're still gonna recognize you Second of all, it's hideous. Where did you find it? Like all of Istanbul is like a war zone now. How did you go to a wig store and try stuff on? Maybe that's the point. And- where they just went to like the worst wig store that just happened to still be open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and or maybe they made them themselves. Oh, out of like raccoons. And then it also landed like a really weird like steampunk vibe which was part of all of the advertising for the show like all the banners on Netflix were like those weird glasses and I was convinced that there was like something was gonna happen with like the weird steampunk technology which I guess we got in the form of the horn thingy but like I was expecting like a whole weird like 18th 19th century London arc story arc or something based on that banner I don't know (laughs) Those are all good points. They should have sent Zainab to 19th century London for her. They studies. should have. I think she did in the new timeline. I think she, she went might to have. She But we, well. That's where she got all of her pure white ladylike outfits. That's a, a segue, I guess, to my, my question regarding, well, I guess we could have a whole section regarding time travel, but I think... I don't know if we still have stuff to discuss on this end. Definitely. Or I mean, in terms on of time like travel, not on hair. I'm done stuff. with hair. <laughs> I do have wardrobe yeah. stuff. Um, I think there's wait, but we don't have a conclusion regarding all of our what the fucks with hair. Well, we'll we'll go through all the what the fucks and we'll see how many hair ones we can keep. Okay, who's keeping a tally? though <laughs> I'm, I'm writing them all down okay okay <laughs> sammy's only writing I'm her writing own them. down and she's gonna be like wow look at that 10 out of 10 me <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yours>. true <laughs> <laughs> what's your time travel one sophia oh i have so many time travel ones but i was gonna suggest we stay on the 
like clothing props stuff first okay okay because I think the other ones are going to be much more like discussion um but I think for me the other one is just like Vizier's um like current day outfits oh my god I can't believe I didn't write that down her fucking corsets and bralettes like oh my god I totally agree with that one I think that's that's it for my clothing related ones but I that was just too much for me like I don't know what they're trying to say about the character like that she's a badass bitch and she's like sexy and stuff but like I just doesn't well and also like I feel like the way they dress Zeynep in season one for filling the badass bitch quota was like super modern and interesting and unique and the way they're dressing Vazir is like literally out of Victoria's secret catalog like it's crazy very true very very true do you have any clothing ones Eski? I don't have any clothing ones oh no I do I so do I'm gonna say Hakan's jacket oh and his giant sweatshirts yes (laughs) oh one thing (laughs) he wears that fitted black jacket in that one weird scene where he's like with the team and they've assembled the new team of loyal ones yeah. and that's the only time he wears anything form-fitting as outerwear it's Which, bizarre especially because if you watch like turkish soap operas like every guy is wearing a nice leather jacket like there's no reason yep. that he can't be wearing a nice Wait, leather doesn't jacket. He, ha- he wear a leather jacket at some point or does just everyone i mean honestly if we're gonna be really honest the person who looked the worst in the show that's actually attractive was Emre like by far like he looked oh yeah they dressed him like a like teenager video gamer person and then he goes is like just like this perfect grown-ass conquering man in the uh met the conqueror documentary thing so fine there (laughs) yeah I need to watch that still maybe we can do that on the show Yes. would recommend we can finally get our conquest of Istanbul we've done that like 18 section. times on this show that's what I've been begging for we've never done it that's like literally all we do <laughs> like are we gonna continue this top 10 discussion with just a discussion of the conquest like top t- 10 conquests of Istanbul in the year 1453 it's gonna be one of our top 10 for sure oh my god get off your soapbox Sammy <laughs> <laughs> Also, I, like, just remembered the fact that Hakan used to wear, like, really nice suits when he was working for Faisal. And, like, that was so nice, and he looked so good. And then post-season one, I guess he never wore any fitted clothing ever again. (laughs) Bizarre choice. Um, I don't have any clothing ones to add, though. Y'all have been very thorough. I would have said Zeynep's evolution of personalities and clothing, but it was said. Yeah, I have that one. Also, just one particular clothing what the fuck regarding Vizier. That time she had those weird antenna coming out of her bra. That was just a highlight. That was crazy. I don't remember that. Really? Out of her bra? She straight up had like her underwire turned into like little antenna that were very (laughs) obvious under her sheer shirt. It was part of the time travel mechanism. It helped it work. Maybe. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, that was odd. Um, Sophia, do you want to do a little spiel on Zeynep's character transitions that Eski mentioned? I know you like this topic. Oh, oh my God. I just, 
it was hard I think to follow this character because I think for many seasons or like I don't know many for the first two seasons maybe like she was that person that we were all rooting for and she was like the like counter to Hakan who was like such an a like dumb character and like terrible fighter and she's like this really badass like woman she's like empowered she's like you know Hakan you're an idiot but then all of a sudden she like becomes lovelorn Zeynep Mm-hmm. and like and then after Lo- love lauren zeynep like which was uh, like that was unexplainable but then when she became like evil zeynep i guess that was more understandable but like it i don't understand what was the logic of the show in making her unlikable because she was the only likable and what about oracle zeynep oh yeah <laughs> well and then she became all nice well then she became all nice in like the new like universe she was like ex- weirdly smiley and stuff when she used to have like resting bitch face all the time. And then <laughs> the other part that was kind of what the fuck to me was just like at the end, that last scene where she's wearing like a white dress and like nude pumps or whatever she's wearing. That was just like really out of character and like not mm-hmm. making any sense at all whatsoever. Yeah, agreed. I feel like Zeynep is the character that really drew me into the show. And once she went through her first evolution, I like really couldn't connect with any of the characters anymore. In terms of props, oh, there's what a the fucks? There's just a lot. There's like at least 10 there. Opening a can of crickets, so to speak. <laughs> oh, where did it begin? My number one that I could think of like off the top of my head was when... Faisal was demonstrating the scariness of the blue liquid poison that uh, Vizier had come up with. (laughs) And he poured a whole liter of it on their house plant in the pharmacy and the plant died. And they were like, (gasps) (laughs) oh, they gasped. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I mean, is the, is the, is the cricket thing like c- correct to bring up now or is that the- yeah feel free to go into the cricket thing okay i mean there's a lot of dimensions to the cricket thing not just like physical props <laughs> but also like historical accuracy and accuracy but i'll start with the, the cgi side like i mean again it seems like they should have had we've said this before it seems like they should have had a bigger budget to play with but they didn't, so they didn't want to use, like, small animals that are realistic, like fleas or mosquitoes, and they went for giant-ass locusts that (laughs) are, like, you know, you can, like, literally see one side of your hand laying on you, biting you without, like, zooming in at all, even though it's all CGI. Like, why couldn't you have done it (laughs) with an actual animal? That makes sense. Um, And then the fact that, that, like, they died instantly with with the like black vein action that was so gross that was oh i forgot about that that was a major because uh, the cricket bit them yeah yeah like the (laughs) moment the cricket bit them they died (laughs) their veins turned black oh yeah i I think it's Um, really creative to like imagine or create a whole new set of like body parts for a cricket um not really there's <laughs> so some some dedication <laughs> to the show 
Oh my god, there's so many prop ones. You can edit this out. I need to go through mine because I have them written yeah, down. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to say, what the fuck, tequila bombs. I know we had this discussion and you guys think they're a real thing. I just really don't. And until COVID is over and we go to a bar and we order tequila bombs and the bartender's like, oh yeah, sure, coming right up. I won't believe that they're real. <laughs> what was that, like a, uh, a shot of tequila and a beer? What was a tequila bomb? Yeah, I, it must be. I assume in Corona, but I don't know. Oh, in Corona, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's real. But it gave poor Vuya the best night of her entire life. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say before Very her premature life. death. So I want to experience that. Or Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of prop ones. Oh, there's oh. another hair one. Oh. What they did to Vuya's hair in the past. Because she had the prettiest well, hair they, in the present. They also, and then, like in the end, in the when past, she was, was about hideous. to die, her hair was also awful because they it it went from being kind of natural to just a horrible yeah they like made it darker and darker as time went on or something i don't know it's weird oh hair works (laughs) (laughs) not whiter i have another one that's a little bit off track but i guess if we're going to start talking about characters what the fucks and this is no offense at the actress who plays Nissan slash Vizier slash Valeria because I think she's wonderful even though she's dressing really badly her nose is on my list of what the fuck no it would be the divot, <laughs> the divot. The divot. <laughs> that's all the magical divot that Esgi and I um, did not believe existed for a long time I sent you a screenshot of it. And no one, no one saw Divid in that screenshot. I checked. I asked, everyone I did. You guys, everyone, I have it. Nobody saw. It's it. in our previous episode. It's on air. <laughs> Listeners, you can check this out. They did know that the Divot exists. I deny knowledge of the Divot. <laughs> there is no Divot. I plead the fifth with the Divot. <laughs> Do you guys want to take any characters to task with what the fuck, or should we move on into time travel? I mean, hot, like, where to even begin with Hakan? Like, <laughs> wow. Um, but I think I think that would take hours, so maybe not. We've done that enough. We've berated him enough every single episode. Yeah, we have the poor guy. Yeah. The loyal ones, like 2.0. Well, 1.0 as well. They were all, oh, they were just so consistently awful. Yeah, Azra. Yeah, I was so excited that we were going to get like a matriarch figure and she was really a disappointment. Yeah, I feel like they really wanted like strong female supporting like characters like they liked the idea of that. And then when it came to actually writing them, no one knew how to. So they made Hakan a bumbling kid who took everyone's attention. And then all the characters around him couldn't do anything to help them. (laughs) Yeah, that actually brings me to another point, which is what the fuck Layla erasure. Like, she was the love of his life. And then I literally forgot about her until like, yeah, she was so important. And then after she died, it was like, oh no, he's been in love with Zaynep the whole time. Don't get, don't be fooled. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. (laughs) Like, poor Layla. Not my favorite, but deserved better. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially when she 
like did everything she could to not hurt him even when she was being mind controlled for an entire season (laughs) (laughs) well i would say also a big disservice was done to ria slash javidan i feel like they they started off really meek yeah useless and like even though she was clearly being positioned as a main character played by a well-known actress she was like very much a side character for half of the what season was that the second season and then yeah second or third yeah yeah second toward the end of the second she became like a badass bitch kind of but then like again like was made mortal and immediately it felt like immediately killed after after uh having a tiny bit of character development oh i just remembered that advance too what the fuck <laughs> just to catch all for all things that? like that could like any any event that needed to happen it would happen around him haka needs to be busted out of an asylum there's the event he needs to stop an attack on, of crickets on the football stadium, soccer stadium. <laughs> he needs to, someone needs to kill a child on the bridge. That, that. Oh, Jalon. Someone needs to freaking fall in love with an immortal and ruin all the objects. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked Ruya when she was on that run. And that's like how I remember her in my mind. But when you actually think about the number of episodes she was in versus the number of episodes she was a badass, yeah. like very few. Oh my God. And don't even get me started on that stupid inconsistency about the, the talisman stop, like not working. Oh, yeah. when oh please do get started, Sophia. That's the whole point of this Fall bonus episode. With, with, with immortals and like we get like, it's a huge issue about how like Piraye like, fooled this man and like this protector and like killed him while they were having sex like almost and then all of a sudden like whatever Nissan and Hakan I think they have sex and the objects like well he he has to get killed doesn't he but like Harun and I guess there were no talismanic objects but I still think that there's a lot of contradictions about that yeah that's a good one Sophia, do you have, having mentioned Harun, would you like to go into your where's Harun (laughs) (laughs) section? I mean, if we are going to get started on time travel, um, I'm still baffled about the dynamics of the time travel. But my main question, which I've asked previously, is like, where is Harun? I think it's 1459. Like, Harun existed and had like a distinct personality at that point. But like now... He doesn't exist, I guess. That is quite. He, he exists on those rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like where, like where did he go? Like, remember that first scene? I think it's from the fourth season where he's just like walking in from the water. Yeah. Like on the, on yes. The <laughs> sex shock His on James Bond moment. I mean, I feel um, like at the, my theories at that moment. Harun like went back here and then Hakan came to the, <laughs> of the, of the and is that why the hair kept yeah, moving backwards exactly why you get it <laughs> <laughs> I love that the brain is Harun <laughs> I mean it's as that is as logical an explanation as anything anyone attempted to offer us so which was nothing <laughs> so I think there were a few instances of stuff in the past affecting the 
the present, like so 1459 affecting, I think 2019 is when the present day action was taking place. Such an innocent time, by the way, in human history, 2019. <laughs> what a time. What a time. We were alive. It was good. Anyway, um, so there was that sword, that antique sword that mm-hmm. uh, ha- Harun, Hakan as Harun, like hammered, like banged up. With the really fake eagle on top. Yes, which it looked like it was made earlier in 2019 by a very <laughs> poor, uh, you know, prop maker. Sorry, prop yeah. team. Um, so he banged the sword up with a hammer in the past, and then in the present, it had a little, little divot, if we, if we can just keep using that word, a little divot in the sword uh, blade. And then also, what's her face? Um, oh my god, I just said divot and I forgot her name. Uh, Vezish. Nissan? Yeah, this year. <laughs> Valeria? Yeah, yes, yeah, just so many names I can't keep. Uh, <laughs> and then Valeria, because of Okan getting killed, never learned how to make the mortality potion, mortality elixir. Mm. And then present day Nissan knew that she knew, but didn't know anymore. And she didn't know what she didn't know. Yes. And it was like, how did she know that she didn't know? Ah! You can see my frustration <laughs> from how many times I said the same word. Um, so that was absurd. Uh, there had to be other examples of that. Just like, why Why would she know at all that she used to know? What the hell? Yep. Yeah, the, the time travel made no sense. Like, how did they choose what year to go to? Like, they had to move that giant rock to get from the past to the present. And then the key was the thing to get you to the past, but then oh, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> oh like, yeah, forgot that. Get this. See, this is why they got away with this bullshit because there was no podcast policing their every logical leap. <laughs> like naive viewers like myself, first time through, were along for the ride. Never again. There had to be other time travel things. That can't, that can't be it. Oh, whenever Hakon time traveled and was like a useless vegetative lump in the present yeah he always did it in the least protected places with the least mobility (laughs) like why wouldn't you just go in the fucking pickup truck that you apparently own what happened to the cute red one that was in one episode that's another what the fuck and just sit there and then like big guy will just drive you around and then you can't get ambushed you know you know that red pickup truck was a uh, Burax, I think. R.I.P. That was a good <laughs> character. Oh, Burak. I can't believe we haven't mentioned him. Shout out to him. Yeah. Oh, remember the, um, was it a malaria uh, outbreak in a random neighborhood? Oh, that was, yes. It came up like twice and then like it came up enough times that we thought it was going to be a thing and then it never came up again. <laughs> That was in like the first episode. That was, yeah, that I feel like they brought up a couple times in the first season. Like it was on the news and stuff when the characters were chatting and then like, yeah, nothing. That's excellent. There were a lot of diseases on the show, which didn't play out too well. Like it was too soon for us in the middle of the actual pandemic. And we just want to remind everyone, we being probably only me, that uh, the Black Death is a bacteria bacterium not a virus like the show insisted it being absurd so mad about that (laughs) 
I'm out. Do you guys have any more? I do. Let me think. <laughs> Sophia's like parchment unrolled. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So the loyal one dynamics, like their relationships were so like how there's like new ones coming out. And like, I remember as at the beginning, you were kind of trying to like explain to Sammy and me like, okay, um, the way that it's like this is because they're like kind of com- compartmentalized and like they operate in cells or something. And yeah, I was like, okay, not fine. That. Not even that. I'll take that. <laughs> but no, like there's just like, they just pull new ones out of the hat. They're not <laughs> able to write like compelling stories for them. Um, they create all these archetypes. So like now, um, like the, the a loyal one is always the one who marries the protector. Um, but like, what's the point of that? Because like, there's really no conclusion to lo- the love story. And the other thing that made me really mad is they they reveal the origin story and I think they spend too much time like building up this 1459 story and we don't get the story about how the protector became the protector the objects became the objects like yeah that just makes me extremely mad like that's something that would have been really cool it would have tied the whole thing together it would have closed a lot of plot holes um like and now like these random dudes like like from three dudes like now we have like eight different loyal one families or like how i just still don't get that yeah that's a really good point i would have loved to have like the origin of how harun found out about the immortals how he convinced the sultan how the imams made the magical objects like all of that stuff they just kind of glossed over it in a narrated um flashback sequence i think it was in the first one of the first episodes right at the very beginning kim i was explaining Mm -hmm. it but then they never went in in depth more like it was just assumed that harun had the sultan's ear and the sultan believed him right away but then we fast forward three seasons and everyone's treating him like he's absolutely insane because he's claiming (laughs) which is like the appropriate reaction i would say yeah yeah for sure so Oh, can we talk about like the immortals, like like the darkness and like their powers, their lack of powers, their lack of a zombie army until like after literally centuries, like millennia of being around? What the fuck? Just like that. But so the, how how bad are you at being evil? Bad. Very They're bad. bad. They're bad at being bad. <laughs> Oh, speaking of the immortals being bad at stuff, um, the darkness yeah. being introduced in like yeah. the penultimate episode. Yeah, exactly. And like the Byzantine connection. I mean, f- I'm glad you're both vindicated, but like that was so late. <laughs> the throwaway Justinian reference that was like two seconds. Yeah, that I don't even feel bad for missing the first two times I watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a throwaway reference also they were i feel like they were just like in that they were like in a museum exhibition hall that looked like they were just trying to like product placement the museum i don't know i don't know what museum that was but (laughs) that's what it felt like like why are you guys even there Also, the, the remember the curly-haired immortal who like died immediately in every like <laughs> I never came scenario. Back. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he's on. He's he plays this um, Afghan like tribe leader in uh, the Turkish soap I watch every week, and I was like, oh, it's Curly the Immortal. 
<laughs> doing stuff. He's been on so many episodes of this show. I'm like so proud of him for not being killed off immediately. Aww. <laughs> I, I know I have more. I just can't think of any. Oh, I want to do what the fuck Nissan's death because they build Vezier up. Yeah. She's the leader of the immortals. She has special powers. She has don't kill me or I'll fuck with you curse powers. Yep. And yet when she and Faisal are alone in the room, he can kill her. I mean, I know she kind of lets him, but still it's bullshit. They fought before that too. And they came to a draw. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really explain. Like, I feel like Faisal is also more powerful than the other ones, especially since he He fathered the protector line. Um, yeah, but he's never given that he's never like given that uh, recognition, but he has to be more powerful than them. Like he stuck it out and the other ones were idiots, quite frankly. Yeah, two, like two do overs and he was the one who survived. Yeah. This, what was it? The Sultan of what did they call Sultan of success. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's epic. <laughs> oh, I have to say again, this is like the third or fourth time I've said this, but what the fuck to Hakan and Memo owning books? Like, I don't believe that they. <laughs> That's a great, great one. Hakan's books. <laughs> like, no, sir, you do, you've never read a book. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> the Grand Bazaar boy. They don't read. Oh, oh, that's a good what the fuck. What the fuck, little bizarre boy saying that tw- every 20 seconds and also using it to justify like extreme Sexism. gender roles yeah. in his relationships. <laughs> and also using it to say like, I'm savvy, but then like, but, like never showing never doing any anything savviness. Well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about, uh, what about his, uh, Harun's mom? like darting around oh my god all of the episodes except for like one or two looking scared what a weird lady she like looked horrified every time the camera panned over to her it was great (laughs) her best one was when Faisal ran into her she was like (gasps) (laughs) Unfortunately, this isn't a visual medium, so our viewers will, our listeners will not be our viewers and experience the, the delight of our imitation. But luckily, yeah. Luckily, yes, luckily for them. <laughs> I'm not, I think I'm out. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Sophia still has just so many. <laughs> she has an entire notebook full. <laughs> Oh, just waits for us to shut up and then she goes to like item number 90. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bullet that says why are I why were all the cool people dead? Okay, now I remember. So I don't understand why like once he fixes the past, all the people that like we really cared about and that were really important are still dead. Kemal uh, Layla, like everyone, like why would Layla still be dead? Yeah. Why would all the cool loyal ones still be dead? Why would Emre still be dead? Why would Hakan's parents still be dead? Like, I just don't get that at all. Like, as much as they did a really, really, really bad job with like doing the whole origin story of the immort- of the the protector and the loyal ones, yeah. 
they did it even yeah. worse, like tying up of the future and like where the implication of everything happened. <laughs> like how did Zainab have a personality transplant yet her father's still dead? And like that weird, well, there were, there were two alternate new realities. Like the one, the previous one that wasn't perfect yet where, where this guy still, uh, Faisal still survived, where they have all the weird keys in the hammam. Like, A, how did they still go to the hammam as their, like, meeting place? And B, why did all those loyal ones die? Like, if it's only Faisal. Like, as you mentioned before, like, okay, I get it that Faisal is, like, the powerful one and whatever. And, like, he definitely is more powerful, even though Vizir is supposed to be the more (laughs) powerful one. And the weird power, like, okay, this is another tiny what the fuck, like, that weird power about being able to talk to, like, people's reflections. That was, like useful for like two episodes and it was completely mm. irrelevant but yeah I'm, I'm still very upset about that like why couldn't they make everyone happy or like I mean it's a happy ending yeah great point like I think that that is too random for their for that to just like happen the same way the second time around and then I do have more what the fuck should I continue please absolutely and I only have two min- two more left so then the whole f- like with I said, what was up with the key thing? But I'm not sure what I'm referring to. If it's the tattoos, oh, I don't actually, or the needing it to time travel, Mm. or I don't like. First of all, how did they break that key into three pieces? Back in fifteen forty, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) like that makes no sense. And then, like, how did they keep it? And like, how did they keep it amongst the loyal ones? If there's so many loyal ones now and like they don't even communicate amongst themselves like this doesn't make any sense and makes sense why unfortunately they were all slaughtered because like they didn't communicate and they didn't have like a, a plan and then my last one is like what happened with the oracle what happened with the whole oracle trajectory like in the in the final storyline yeah. the oracle was another one of those like devices that was like useful when it was needed to be useful but like most of the time it made absolutely no sense and there was no point yeah, yep. it, totally. Like, they just didn't think it through. It was the levant of, like, mystical things. Catch <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and with that, I am done with my what the fucks. I could probably, like, if I wanted to, I could probably do a list of, like, a hundred. But, like, yeah, I, know, yeah, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I think you did, actually. You're just being... <laughs> your list was your, like, list therapy. Look, there's only, like, I don't know how many, but... I do have more plot holes. I have many more plot holes. <laughs> that could be another ep- whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could, like, if you want to give me, like, a closing part, I could just read them. Um, oh, absolutely. We could do that. You can send it to some dramatic as, music. Like, I think that'd be really good. Ooh, dramatic music. I like it. And we can say, like, if you want to rant about these plot holes, please contact Sophia in our Twitter. <laughs> Uh, in our Twitter account, on our Twitter account, through on our, our Twitter, Twitter account, through our at our I don't I don't social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing you run our Twitter. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me, I have to tweet out about the episode that was released today. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I thought of one more as Sophia was talking. Not that I was not paying complete attention. <laughs> Remember when the show briefly turned into a horror movie when they go to that really creepy ass house oh, yeah. where the loyal one was in the bathtub and like had the key in her mouth? 
just that whole sequence was so random and horrifying that's when I stopped watching the show the first time I watched it oh really like it's not for me (laughs) um wasn't she I swear to god she had like a bug or something on her too or did I just like invent that because she was so gross I was like she must have a spider on her somewhere I probably invented that it seems like there was a portion where she just like bit the head of a cockroach that was her best friend in the bathtub, but I don't think there was any insects in that mm-hmm. sequence. So yeah, it just seems like that should have happened. We like projected it yeah. onto, onto her. Yeah, if she, she could have done that, you know, off camera. I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So I wrote down all of these. <laughs> There's quite a few. Um, we could take the easy route and just do the top five hair. What the fucks as our top five for the whole show? We can group. We can group the hair and the oh, Sophia's got a visitor. A visitor. <laughs> we could do that. I think we can just loop like hair and wardrobe into into one probably if we wanna. Yeah, that's a good. Give point. it a shout that's out, but not have it dominate the whole list because we got some other good ones too. Okay, so hair and wardrobe is one of them. Um, in terms of props, we've got pouring poison on the plant. Yeah. <laughs> tequila bombs. I'm less uh, outraged crickets. by that one than you are, Sammy. Yeah, yeah same. we could probably, same. I mean, I'll, I'll eliminate that one Thank if you. you guys promise to experiment with ordering a tequila bomb at a bar at some point i hate beer but i will for you me too <laughs> you you hate, you hate beer Sammy? yeah i hate beer oh you like Wait, cider so i like cider i love cider um, i like tequila bombs i don't like tequila bombs it's all i ever drink <laughs> it's so real to me <laughs> i think crickets can we all agree that that goes in our top 10? Yes. Yeah. Already getting me riled up. Biting crickets of death. Yes. Virus. Virus. <laughs> it's a, it's a virus. I like the one that Eski brought up about when Vezir is like, I know that I knew how to brew the vitality portion, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one where I say the words no and knew like 15 yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it ever again. <laughs> We've got the key and time travel. Yeah. It's a good one. What the fuck Levant? Yeah. His entire character. What about um the boy, the Grand Bazaar boy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so much. That's probably Grand my least favorite boy. thing in the world. For sure. When he's like on the chaise lounge with Layla and he's like, Oh, well, you know, I'm a Grand Bazaar boy, so you'd be home raising the kids. It's like, wait, what? How did we, how did we make You're a serial failed entrepreneur. Yeah. How are you going to support Layla and the children? <laughs> I think Sophia's point of the love and the objects not working definitely oh, yeah. needs to be included. Yes. Such a contradiction. So that leaves us with three more spots. I would say mm. the immortals and like centuries of incompetence not using their steampunk horn 
to assemble an army before. <laughs> well, but not only the the immortals incompetence, the loyal ones incompetence. Oh yeah, well, I think that's we true. could just say mm. the incompetence of the two warring factions that the incompetence that allowed them both to survive for so long. <laughs> Neither was good enough mm. to wipe the other one out, <laughs> so they both just kind of chilled. Yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we have to mention the darkness thing, like the justity. The darkness. <laughs> Their slash deity slash we have no idea because he only well, appeared no, in the no. second to last episode. Yeah, but that's also one thing they like invented on the last, like, on the last second, like you know. Yeah. Oh, like let's just talk about the darkness, cause like, let's just talk about the darkness. Yeah, like no one had ever mentioned it, and then there's that scene where all the immortals are kissing the. Were they? What were they kissing? And getting poisoned. The key. Oh, the key. Yeah, yeah. Fulios. <laughs> um, we only have one spot left, and I feel like I'm warring personally between the malaria outbreak, um, Hakan's books in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those two. Those two, if, like, original episode. Those are very the OG. I love a throwback. They're both outrageous. I can't <laughs> even decide which one's more outrageous. <laughs> I'll let you guys think. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that is not helpful. It's cheating. <laughs> okay, in terms of, like, the number of times the malaria thing came up and that it was on the fake news, like, the fake, you know, news for the show... And then just like nothing ever came of it ever. I would say that that's more outrageous. See, I would argue that the presence of all those books in Hakan's apartment setting us up <laughs> to think that he's a learned, learned, but um, unfortunately due to circumstances outside of his control, unsuccessful person. Right. Which is couldn't be further from the truth. You're the tiebreak, Sophia. Uh, okay, wait um the books or the malaria no definitely have to go with the malaria sorry (laughs) oh damn it it was so absurd and unnecessary like why would they i think like honestly like they probably just switched the script for the script for another show or something (laughs) (laughs) people were like oh my god we're gonna do a new show we haven't done that before on the show excited (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were like they like didn't really know what malaria was they looked up the symptoms and they were like okay this isn't that viscerally terrifying unlike the black death but with crickets <laughs> much scarier <laughs> much better, much better. <laughs> <laughs> malaria oh they get chronic pain and fever eh, not so sexy we like the crickets <laughs> yeah god okay so we have as our top 10 what the fucks drum roll <laughs> hair and wardrobe insert drum roll <laughs> insert drum roll here <laughs> crickets mm. uh vezier's moment of time travel confusion <laughs> she knew that she didn't know but she didn't know that she knew <laughs> <laughs> thank you the key and time travel also confusion. Sorry, time travel is appearing twice on this list, but I think that's that's valid. Uh, number four is oh no, that was the key. Number five is Levant, just his existence, yep. his eventual love interest, and then his death. <laughs> number six is Hakan 
Grand Bazaar Boy. Uh, all of the things he excuses and the fact that he's completely unsuccessful. <laughs> we hope that he can keep his father's shop running, but I doubt it. Hopefully he doesn't whistle anymore. That would scare a lot of customers away. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I think his tea tab might be more than his income at this point. Yeah, definitely. Number seven is the love makes the objects not work when the protector loves an immortal, but then that doesn't count when Hawkon loves Nissan. It's very confusing. Number eight is the immortals and the loyal ones' general incompetence. I think you could also throw Hawkon in there and the protector's lineage as well. And I know, as you would like me to mention as an addendum to that, the fact that there's no zombie army until yes. the fourth season. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, number nine is the darkness, which is their uh, leader, god, deity. Uh, we'll literally never know. <laughs> we don't know. Spiritual leader. Yeah. And then number 10 is the malaria epidemic that Faisal was definitely behind, but we don't really know what happened with it. Nor do we apparently care. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening to our very special bonus episode. I'd like to dedicate this episode because I'm the host and you can't shut me up. (laughs) (laughs) The Zoom meeting. You can't mute me. I want to dedicate this episode to Nissan's nose divot. (laughs) No, we have to censor you. And now I'm going to leave it to Sophia for the sign-off to list all of the plot holes that she wrote down. Okay, are you guys ready for this? I'm so ready. Born ready. I am ready to also hear some commentary from our listeners on our Twitter account regarding these um, gaping plot holes, which I would love to discuss at length, but unfortunately, that would require several hours. <laughs> so the first one is why couldn't Hakan kill Faisal like at any moment on the like? There were a lot of opportunities. There were a lot of moments. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a plot hole or just a question, but I think it's both in my opinion because like (laughs) obviously the show couldn't exist if that would have happened earlier but there's no real explanation as to why it didn't happen earlier i think that actually ties in with our question about faisal's powers and like how powerful is he compared to everyone else yeah but just like remember all the times when he already had the tools but like faisal somehow like manipulated him into not killing him when he perfectly well killed him yes Um, totally doesn't make any sense to me um well obviously how did the time travel work uh keeps being an obsession of mine i am very confused by this still (laughs) we gotta Um, pick another time travel show to do yeah (laughs) one that we could do dark like we should do dark that like really actually does time travel really interestingly we we can watch with the turkish subs circus dubbing (laughs) (laughs) They're German. Um, That's another... basically kind of turkey at this point. <laughs> it's been colonized. That is very true. That is very true. Because like there were so many guest laborers in the 70s, I think it was. Yeah, a good, good uh, history lesson there. Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> the Gastarbeite. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, because actually one of my favorite 
I don't know if I should talk about this movie because it's really intense. I mean, if you're like, it's really okay. intense. Are you going to say against the wall? Yes. No, a movie. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> it's really, really sad and intense. But um, that director has another like chiller movie. But just to say that there's a big Turkish community in Germany and they make some of them make really good movies. So um, anyway, so then the, my third question that we have not discussed on the podcast, but I'm extremely confused about is how could Faisal father Harun? Like how could he have a child if he's in a movie? <laughs> oh my God. Do we really need to talk about their mating habits? <laughs> no, but it's like, like at least there should be an explanation like on Twilight, you know, like they spend a big amount of Twilight explaining how <laughs> Bella and Edward can have a baby. Like, Ugh. why does it can they not explain? No, because it just makes sense. No, I, um, you're right. Anyhow. I mean, but did you see Harun's mother? Like, she'd be down for some freaky shit. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not need to imagine her, like, scared face in bed. <laughs> I, like... I- I definitely was not thinking about like the mechanics of how they had sex. Obviously not. <laughs> Just like how an immortal can impregnate someone if they're like dead inside. And like literally one of the plot lines was like uh, Faisal and Ruya were going to take the immortality or like whatever the mortality elixir so they could be happy and have children. Yeah. So it's important right. to, to have children. Yeah. That's a so, good point. Excellent plot hole. Receipts just kidding <laughs> but yes anyway um my fourth plot hole is and we discussed this at length at the start of the show is like how can Faisal be immortal and he's also famous like wouldn't people know that he's been around for a really long time like that face is like pretty right yeah recognizable well you know I don't know if you guys saw the whole Keanu Reeves is immortal thing but like it's possible <laughs> or like Nicholas there's Cage. like a renaissance painting of keanu reeves i swear there's a picture there's of nicholas cage uh, as a civil war soldier yeah. Yeah. wow he's definitely there you go i have no doubt that he's so there. there's precedent for faisal yeah that's true my next question is how did the immortals become immortal like this goes into my dissatisfaction with the backstory and how like we never know like if they were ever mortals that if, if they were at some point mortal that would explain why if Faisal was able to have a child but we have no clue if like they were born in the darkness and just assumed like human avatars somehow like we have no clue and that is a question for me and then why did the sultan create the protector this goes again to my backstory questions which I have a lot of and then how could one immortal do the same damage of as all of the other immortals like that goes back to um, my what the fuck about all the cool people being dead according to my notes and it's like how could just Faisal do enough damage when a he's not the strong like he's not the most um powerful immortal in theory or motivated yeah and he also goes through all these mood swings and like has times when he's okay to work with humans and when he's worried about like all he cares about is Ruya so like how could he do the damage of all the other immortals combined not clear well the yeah the how why the talismanic objects worked while nissan and hakan were together at the start and so my last question which i think is the most relevant and then again goes to 
speak about how we don't know anything about the end like what do the loyal ones do after Faisal dies like what's their purpose in life now oh well Zainab's the only one left alive right well we don't know because we don't know who died yeah true we also have zero idea of how many loyal ones are out there in general because they can come out of thin air at any moment exactly exactly. exact needs if we had a uh research department we could have someone go through and write down the names of everyone on the death diplomas in the hammam but Mm. we don't Well, we do have six dollars to our collective name now (laughs) (laughs) we're looking for a summer intern on turkish (laughs) you'll be paid six dollars for three months of labor (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that would be great without saying All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next time with our very first episode of Love 101 on Turkish TV time. And we're very excited about it.